Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Pete Matheson podcast episode. I've lost count. And um, and today we're going to be talking about uh, a bit of a bit of a touchy subject for some people, I guess. Um, as I sat here cr- crossing my arms, that's probably not the best way to go around, is it? Um, today we're going to talk about dealing with loneliness when running a business. And it's a bit of a touchy subject. Not many people want to sit there and say, I'm so lonely about everything and nobody wants to talk to me. But it happens and um, probably needs to be talked about, really. So it, it's definitely not easy being the boss of your own company. No one really knows what it's like. And I, I would def- very much liken it now I've got two of my own um, to being a parent. Um, if you aren't a parent, you, do, you don't understand what it's like to be a parent. You can't sit there and, and many people do it. They sit there and judge parents, but you do not know the struggles. You don't know the struggles um, for being a parent and having to deal with everything that comes with being a parent. Being a business owner is, is the, the exact same thing. You go through so many ups and downs as a business owner. There are so many things that can stress you out. There are so many things that, that, that cause worry all the time. And uh, and it's constant. It, it is very, very constant. And so it's, it's very easy to be, I guess, pulled under. It's very, very easy to be pulled under, sucked into the world of working long hours every single day, which I still do. Everyone's guilty of it from time to time. And just getting so involved in it that you, you stop seeing your friends and family. You don't go out, you don't socialize. You come home, you work, you go to, uh, you wake up in the morning, you go to work. You never really switch off. And that's something that I still struggle with on a, a probably a daily basis in all honesty, because at the moment, the first thing I do is I will go home from work, deal with the kids, play with the kids, um, have some food, talk to the wife. Everyone goes to bed, the wife goes to bed, my first reaction is laptop out, carry on working until midnight because, oh, I can make some more money if I carry on working. It's that kind of thought that is constantly in my head. And when you're on holiday, you don't switch off. You are constantly thinking about the business, about the staff in the business, about some clever marketing ideas, about worrying about customers, worrying about potential new customers and, and hoping and wondering about how you can bring some new customers into your business. There's there's literally, it just does not stop. And I've I've literally, I've woken up in the middle of the night, had an idea, had to reach for my phone, go to the reminders app, type in the idea, put it back on my charging thing, and then go back to sleep again. And then I'll probably forget about it until a few more days or a few weeks later where I'll go to my reminders app and be like, oh, that's uh, that's an interesting idea. We should probably give that a go. And then it's things like that that, um, yeah, it just takes a while to um, to figure out. And so I just wanted to talk really about how I've dealt with the the loneliness or loneliness of running my own business. And thankfully, I've been very, very well supported. So uh, I wouldn't say that I have an issue. I, I, I would verge on saying I have an issue because it's still very stressful at times. There are still plenty of days where I wake up and go, oh, I want to sell everything and move abroad and we're going to move to Dubai. And, and yeah, we're just going to, yeah, just go. <laughs> Which... I hope other business owners do uh, have those feelings too. It's not just me because otherwise I'm really talking about the wrong thing. Um, but um, I've had sleepless nights worrying about what's going on with my business. When in my very early days, we had uh, one of our first members of staff joined, one of my first members of staff joined, and I just got married. And I literally had to go, I say had to, we, we had our honeymoon in Dubai for, I think it was two weeks we had off to in Dubai, or it might be in 10 days. And I literally had to, suck it up so to speak and be brave and leave it with my colleague uh, who was recently employed and um and leave it with him i was 
I wasn't glued to my phone. I was still checking emails, but I'm, I did manage to enjoy myself. But incredibly, he did a fantastic job at running everything for me whilst I was away. I very rarely, rarely, I think, ever um, had any emails or questions from them. And I think I think I even came back and I had the fridge full full of uh, chocolate bars and things as a as like a, a you know wedding gift or a honeymoon gift or what have you. So. Um, it was it was really incredible, and I w- it was stressful. Still, is very stressful, but um, just kind of wanted to let you know from where I'm coming from that I have been there. I've I've had those issues. I've been on um, trying to think about this. I, we had a holiday t- in in Devon, you know, a local holiday in Devon. We were walking on the beach, lovely sunny afternoon with one of the children. We had, we only had one at the time, and they were walking in the pushchair. My wife was walking with the pushchair, and I had a phone call from a customer complaining about something because it hadn't quite gone to plan and um not getting into what it was exactly it wasn't really our issue um but um i I digress um and that ruined my holiday the fact they'd rang my mobile mobile phone whilst i was on holiday to complain about something that that wasn't really in uh, our control it was it was kind of like a self-inflicted pain uh, for for this particular customer um so i'm not going to get into them um, much more, but um, I just remember that was horrendous, and it was always the kind of person that would email me at half five on a Friday afternoon with some issues, and it just became um, not. It was it was unbearable at times, and it wasn't the most pleasant of things. So much so that I create uh, Outlook rules now to filter some certain emails into folders, so that I don't have to worry about them. And if I receive one at half five on Friday, I'm probably not going to actually see it until uh, nine o'clock on Monday because it's kind of whoop, disappeared into there. So top tip from you for you there. So anyway, into this a bit more about um, how and why I've dealt with uh, things the way I've done, you know, dealing with financial issues, dealing with time off because you, you're getting too busy. Um, what can you do about it? And I've got hair in my mouth. There we go. And what can you do about it? You can do a lot. And um, I'm going to start off by saying, of, of course, I have my own way of doing things, which I appreciate may not be the, the magic fix for you, but but it works for me and um, hopefully it might help you in some way. So firstly, one of the things I do is I socialise and I have to socialise. I do sometimes struggle to socialise, not because I don't have time to socialise, but because it sounds really sad and pathetic, but because my friends don't want to socialise because they're too busy with their own lives, which is fine and everyone's got kids and family and things. But I, I have to socialise. If I just constantly work, I'm just going to work myself into oblivion. I'm just going to get into a bad habit of not doing anything but working. And so I have to break my week up. I have to one evening a week, even if it's just one evening a week, even if it you know it could be one evening a month, just go and see your friends, your family, just go and hang out with people that aren't work people. Go and do things that you aren't work, working on. Go and I play ice hockey when I get the chance to because of kids not sleeping. I play ice hockey. That is fantastic because literally I will go out and it's like, I think it's like half 11 in the evening. It starts half 10. Yeah. I think it's half. Yeah, it must be half 11. It starts. So I start playing ice hockey at half 11. People shouting, screaming. You cannot think about your work whilst 30 or 40 other guys are shouting at you um, to, to, to hit the puck or, or go there or go there or cover the goal or you just, you just don't get any time to think about that. So, um, so yeah, 100% my recommendation is socialise. Get out of your work. Get out of your bad habit of just going to work every single day, every weekend, every evening. Just do something social. And that has to be social outside of I feel family because um, family time is is fantastic, 
but I still do find myself constantly sat there still thinking about work whilst kids are running around whilst we're in the car on the way somewhere it's it's just one of those constant things so social and particularly if it's something that you can it, it forces you not to think about work so sport is great because you're thinking about the sport music might be good if you played an instrument I play the I, I play the drums it's great because you can get you out your aggression and and hit things um so yeah so number one is socialize number two is is network i heard this at i think it was the entrepreneur's circle which was like a, a membership group marketing club thing that you join and it is who you hang around with matters and that is so true that if you are constantly hung, hanging around with people uh friends maybe that are sitting there just not in a great place they're just moaning about things constantly they're never very positive they're oh this has happened oh this is awful this is bloody awful and we're never going to make any money and this is crap i don't like that the color's wrong on that it's awful and just things like that that just have such a negative impact on you look for some people and i'm still trying to do this in all honesty i'm still trying to find that group of business owners and i would say business owners that um and i'm not telling you to go to networking groups because they're not always full of business owners they could be full of marketing and salesy people find a network and a group of business owners that um that know what you're or you what what you're feeling that, that have gone through the same things that run their own businesses of similar sizes i'm struggling to find that group of business owners that are running kind of established successful bigger businesses um because most of the groups i go to are the much smaller businesses i've been to a few mastermind groups which is, is what it is is mastermind is where you are in a room with maybe 10 other business owners and your minds collectively together you work on each other's businesses so it's a mastermind group but i've always ended up being one of if not the biggest business in the room and it's ended up me being the one giving out advice and I've not really received much advice back from those groups. So that's something I'm trying to improve on and learn. So if you are a business based around here in Hampshire and Fair and West Sussex, um, and you are, um, you know, established, I'm not looking for anything particular. I'm not looking for a turnover or star staff size or anything. Just, um, people that know that what's going on, <laughs> I think is the phrase, you know, I've been to some, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, I've been to a um, Facebook, what was it? A Facebook Messenger um, training session. And I had to explain to somebody next to me um, how to open Facebook on the computer. Literally like, so you, you click on the start menu, you click on you know, Internet Explorer, you click on Chrome. And then you, in the address bar at the top, you move your mouse. Yep, you move your mouse up to the top. And then you type in facebook.com. Yep, yep, you type that in and then you press enter. And it was... It's, I always sit next to those people at, at events and things I go to. It's always me. I'm the guy that sits next to the, the person that is, has no idea why they're there today. So, um, so yeah, anyway, number two, networking. And I say networking as in find people that um, are like you that are doing their own businesses. And that leads nicely on to my number three, which is business coaches. Personally, I've avoided business coaches as, as much as I can because... The majority of them, and I might be doing a disservice to the majority of them, but the majority of them that I've come across that have approached me, um, they don't have a leg to stand on when you look at their actual credentials. A business coach to me is somebody who has perhaps successfully set up and run you know, a number of multi-million pound businesses 
or successful businesses, sold them off, made some profit. They've got a load of money in their bank. They're reinvesting this and putting it into another new business. They're constantly learning. They, they basically have a proven formula, so to speak, of how to start a business, grow it and get it to a point you want it to get it to. Many, many, many business coaches out there, I'm going to say this quietly, action coaches, um, are one of my biggest bugbears because, and again, I'm very much generalizing this. So apologies if if you are one and, and you very much don't fit fit this kind of description. But none of the ones that have spoken to me have um, any real proof. They've that you know they're not running successful businesses. They've bought into the the, the franchise that sells the service to you. And um, the people I have spoken to that, has, that have dealt with them before, they basically come in and they'll look at uh, the business and point out the obvious things that I've actually got from all of the the various keynote speakers and marketing and presentations and everything I've done as I've grown a business, how to track your sales, how to track your leads, um, how to build your business, make sure everything's documented, your financials, how to look after your bank accounts, how you deal with profit, how you do your finances, all of that kind of stuff, which is kind of the business basics, I would say. But um, I, I think they're out there going for the, the real new business owners that don't have um, don't have access to that information. So they're really teaching them the basics. For me, they're absolutely useless. And one thing I also do with things like the, the business um, coaches and, and even back to the mastermind groups is that I will go and I'll investigate and dig into the other members. And even to the point of going to places like credit check websites and I will credit check the businesses and look for the year that they joined the um, the, the mastermind or the, or the business coaches service or group. And I'll look for what's happened because if they're saying all they, um, if, if they really you know believe everything they're saying and telling me the day that I join them, as long as I listen to them and implement everything, then um, my business should, should rock it off and, and be exactly, you know, we'll be turning over millions and millions of pounds in profit and all of my staff will be driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and, or Teslas, maybe. <laughs> and um, what's happened is that every single business I look at so far, I will caveat that, every business I look at so far has not made a market improvement on their business um, as a result, as a direct result of joining uh, a mastermind or business coach group, if you look at the financials, nothing changes. And in fact, some of the um, some of the things I've looked into has is actually got a lot worse because the the coach or the group or whatever's in, encouraged them into um, financing things and taking out things on finance and crowdsourcing and crowdfunding and getting a massive loan in to then recruit a load of staff to then do something and turn your business into this multi million pound business. And it's not worked because they've gone out and borrowed all the money and it's not actually done anything. They've, they've not, whether the plan hasn't worked, they've not followed it through properly or probably likely the coaches probably get a bit out of their depth or they just, they're just trying things. Um, very much what I'm doing here probably isn't actually far off what a business coach is doing. Um, apart from I'm doing it for free. I'm giving out all this information and leaving it for you to do with as you wish Hope the information is valuable. Hope there are little nitbits in there you can pick out and go, well, actually, I know I can really use that. That's going to make me turn this profit in this business. So, um, yeah, that is kind of my thoughts on, on Mastermind. Sorry, a bit of a rant there, but um, it is what it is. And it's, it's from my own personal experience, and that's kind of where I'm coming from. I am still looking for that group. That's the elusive group that I can join that is full of those established, well-known business owners. And there, um, there and don't get me wrong, there are some out there that are of interest to me. The, the biggest issue I've got with lots of those groups is that lots of those groups are run by somebody, by a business, 
and they will then look for like a thousand pounds a month for me to sit in that room. And in my opinion, I'm a business owner. I want to sit in a room with other successful business owners. They're a business owner. They want to sit in a room with other successful business owners. So we're all collectively wanting the same thing. So why should any of us pay a thousand pounds or 500 pounds or whatever it is a pounds a month to sit in the same room as each other? unless there is a dramatic amount of um, a value being added by the person that's running the course, uh, sorry, running the, the, the group, then I just can't see what the reason and the purpose is behind paying £1,000 a month, which is a lot of money for, for, for all kind of purposes. £1,000 a month can buy you an awful lot of stuff. Um, of course, if they're providing value and that's that £1,000 is bringing in more than that in, in return, then then great. But um, I'm the kind of person that I will learn stuff, I'll implement it, I'll go and do it in my business. I don't need someone to sit there and, and, and necessarily, necessarily constantly be on my case, making sure I've done things, putting a plan in place. Um, you know, things like going through your, your, your next 12 months um, business plan and making sure you're, you've got personal goals and business goals. Those are the kind of things that I do anyway. I don't need a coach to sit there and go through it with, with, with me. So, um, so yeah, that's just um, my, my take on it. The next thing I would uh, recommend, um, getting back to the fact of loneliness in the business, because of course, having your network of people you, it makes you less lonely because you can talk to people about those business issues, is is to talk. And um, very much like I'm doing and ranting on at the moment, but you can talk. You can talk to your family, your wife, your husbands, parents even, friends, anybody that you can find, um, anybody that's good and will allow you to vent your, your feelings and your frustrations, getting things off your chest you'll be massively surprised at the advice uh, you get given in return. I uh, really, really struggled when I first set up the business and um, we had an issue with um, one of the directors and I didn't really know what to do. I spoke to my dad who was brilliant and, and gave me some fantastic advice on how to handle it. I then went to some of my, some of my friends and um, I think some of them were, were, were really quite shocked because I think at that moment, I think one of them turned around and said to me that, at that moment, they realised that I don't have anybody to, to turn to. I can't turn around to my boss and say, what do I do? You just can't do that. Everything stops with you. The buck stops with you. You can't go to anybody and say, well, actually, I'm not sure what to do here. What, what do we do? You have to make that decision. And it's a very, very difficult decision to make. So I, I sat down and chatted with my friends and, and offloaded and um, got some great, fantastic advice back from them. So um, if you are struggling and you're dealing with a particular, you know, instance uh, thing in your business, then then definitely talk to your friends and family. Um, talk to them, you know, if you're not if you're not socialising and seeing people, tell them and say, I'm really struggling with this. It'd be really, really good just to see if uh, you can come up with some ideas on, on how to help me. And, um, and lastly, distractions. And distractions kind of feeds back into the, the socialise because distractions for me um, and getting back into the whole sports or music is something that distracts your business, uh, sorry, distracts you from doing things um, with your business. So it distracts your mind. You're not constantly thinking about what to do in your business. You're not thinking about the problems. You are just thinking about that one other thing, whether it's hitting a drum really, really hard because you've had a stressful day, that's worth doing hitting an ice hockey puck really hard or, or bashing into somebody because you, you can do that in ice hockey, it's allowed. Um, and and it just helps you focus on something that's not work. And it helps because when you're not focusing on work, there's this whole mentality thing that your brain keeps working in the background. So when you're not working on something, your brain is subconsciously trying to figure out 
a, a resolution a, a fix to that problem so you might find that you go away you do this thing and you come out and you just naturally think of oh i've i remember something now i've thought of an idea and you can you can Im- implement the idea so um you've got some tips there on how to deal with loneliness the last one unfortunately is what if it all just just go to shit still and in all honesty there is nothing you can really do there are still days when um, things happen. You can try everything. Maybe you have made a mistake and you've really cocked something up. Something really big, dramatically has gone wrong. You've maybe, a, I don't know, a member of staff has quit over, I don't know, I've never had a member of staff quit. Um, maybe they've just got fed up because they hate the work environment or something. I, I don't know. Something completely outside of your control is really, really tough and, and shit to deal with. It does still happen. The only thing you can really do is just ride the storm focus on tomorrow, next week, next month, whatever it is, and just know that whatever you're going through will come to an end. Think about all of the incredible things you're going to be doing tomorrow or next month or next week, like I was saying. I get it often, more often than not, when I'm working late. If if there's something that's happening that's an on-call issue, you know, we get called out on-call to fix IT issues. I, I have it all the time where I'm working really, really late. Something's still not working properly at a customer site and I'm scratching my head trying to figure out how to fix it. The one thought in my mind, amongst many other things of how to fix the problem to start with, uh, one of the thoughts in my mind is by nine o'clock tomorrow morning when you wake up, all of this is going to have gone. Or if I'm not too sure about nine o'clock tomorrow tomorrow morning, I'll be thinking in a week's time, you'll be you'll have had a lovely weekend with your family. You're going to be so relaxed. You're going to be, um, this is going to be just last week's story. You're going to have forgotten about it. And it is the, is the case in the majority of those things. There are probably a few cases where I can think, God, that was a, that was a bad night. That was a horrible evening when a customer server, um, I think in our very early days, the customer server we inherited crashed. They had very, very limited backups. So I was really, really struggling. Um, and this is when I was, when I was on my own, struggling to do any form of recovery because they just didn't have anything. They hadn't taken my advice in terms of backups. So um, you could have just turned around or I could have just turned around and said, ha, told you so, you've not got any recovery, uh, you're stuck and dead in the water. But that's not who I am. I'm helpful and I try and help out where I can. So I did literally sit there and spoke to the customer and said, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to try and carry on and, and see what I can do? They said, yep, crack on, do your best. And I did that for the whole night and I worked overnight. It got to the point where we then had to hand it over to another engineer. Um, so it, well, this wasn't when I was on my own. This is when I had two or three people, I think. And the next morning, I had to hand it over to an engineer because I'd been awake for more than 24 hours at that point and I was really flagging. So I handed it over. Someone else carried on working on it throughout the day. Then I'd slept for the daytime. I then carried on working throughout the next evening and we just repeated that for a couple of days. Managed to get... Um, I think it was everything recovered in the end. Um, we might have lost a minor amount of data, but as far as the customer was concerned, they were really delighted to get what they did get back. So that's the only thing I can really say. If it is really, really tough and you've really got an issue, just ride it out. Think of what you'll be doing tomorrow morning. You'll be sat down eating breakfast with your family, with your kids, hopefully some smiling faces back at you. It's not all bad it's not all crap that night um it might feel that way to you right now whilst you're doing something but um it's not gonna be that way forever so yeah just keep that in mind when you've got your tough situations hopefully the podcast today the live stream the video stream whatever you're watching has been of use to you um if you are listening on apple podcasts i always say this if you're listening on apple podcasts please do head over to the apple podcast app and leave a review leave a comment whatever you like good or bad 
really, really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, again, head down into the comment section, click the like button, hit the subscribe button to subscribe to our YouTube channel, click the bell icon to be notified of new videos when they come up. And just leave something in comments. Leave, uh, ask me a question. If there's anything that's any burning desire, any burning question you've got, please do ask away. Head over to our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is uh, what I hope to be filling with lots of other business owners from anything from small startups, people that don't even run businesses yet because they're just trying to grow and build it, to more bigger established businesses. We are a business that are 16 people at the moment at the time of recording this. We may well be growing beyond that by now, but um, it's it's just something I want to build just to share, share my knowledge. You know, I'm not here to sell anybody. I'm not here to make a load of money off of doing this thing. It's just an idea I had to share my journey. So hopefully that's of interest. Thanks of all. Thanks, everybody. Thanks of all. Thanks, everybody, for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Talk to you in the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye.